Well, bro, radical time out here on the coast. Yeah, always, man. Just love being here on the edge of the earth, man. It's like it's like it's flat, but it's not. Yeah, man. I see what all those flat earthers are talking about. And then you come down here, and you just want to ride a wicked wave. Yeah, what's it doing out there, man? We got high lows. What do we got? We got some curlers coming in from the east and Looking some big curling. gales from the west. Sweet, bro. Well, buddy. Hey, buddy. What? Look up there over the over the pier. What is that? It's like fire? Something's glowing, man. It looks like molten lava. I don't know, man. I heard about these UAPs. It could be a fucking, uh, could be the fucking aliens coming out of the ocean. You know they got bases down there. Nah, man. The ocean's on fire. No. It's glowing, man. We gotta ride this wave out of here. We gotta ride on the wave that is a flame. <laughs> All right, dude. Let's get my bar. I don't care if we fucking get killed or not, man. Look at the flames. Catch some gnarly hang tens on the edge of that flame, bro. That was the end we have ever heard from Nigel and Frolic the Surface. Welcome to Redeem Podcast, Righteous, let's do it. My name's Brandon McIntosh, and with me... Oh, I'm Tyler Shazma, man. Oh, just staring off into the ocean, not even paying attention. Just a little toasted here, getting a little toasty on some crispy flame waves. Yeah, we're a little to- both a little toasted. All right, those drift out of the surfer voices. I don't think I can do that for a straight hour. Oh, man, my voice is already fucking crackly today. Yeah, and you're trying out some wrestling voices. It's uh, not bad. You, uh, you, you really, you, you honed your own a little bit. You had a lot, I could tell you had some inspiration for that voice, but you kind of had like a, like a macho Randy Savage if he like lived in the hood, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just a little bit. I guess so. Yeah, you'll if you you'll see what we're talking about soon, listeners. Yeah, uh, it's been a good day, Brandon. It's been a busy, productive day. How's your day been? It's been uh, also very productive. Well, we've been with each other since eight a.m., so yeah. I get it. But yeah, no, we got we got some stuff done. You got something done, real important to you. I got my second shot. You can call me Two Shot Shazma. All right, just just load it up. Double vaccine, but D- two Pfizer's. Double vax, ready to party. You don't like a hybrid? You didn't get the hybrid mix? You didn't get like a Pfizer-Moderna? No, double Pfizer up here. Hey, you proud of that? I don't know. I think I'm going to get double Pfizer too, but like... Get what they give you. You got to get what they give in that, that song. It's going to be the new status symbol. But uh, no, today it felt... Uh, I got my second vaccination for COVID-19 today, so I'm part of the grid now, part of the survey... Part of the simulation, wherever you want to put me, I'm there. I got it running through my veins. It was good. I kind of missed that feeling. Can't wait for the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Next poke, eh? It seemed way more relaxed today, though. Like, it was definitely more, they've they've been doing this for a while now. Because I got my first one in April. 
So it's still kind of fairly new. I was one of the earlier people to get it, but now it's like everybody's just getting them. They're giving them out just left and right. I know. I guess I qualify. I'll get a reschedule mine. Yeah, see, mine was originally scheduled for August 16th, and I'm like, everyone's getting them. I'm going to look into it. So then I, I changed it, rescheduled it for today, and quick process in and out. Righteous. Righteous. I'm double vaxxed up. I'm ready to party, ready to kiss some strangers on the mouth, on the feet. Yep. Ready to kiss some strangers' feet. Wow. Were you doing that before the pandemic, or is this a new thing? <laughs> wow. Consensually. Cons- okay. Yeah, I'll yeah. suck on some toes. Like, just like street toes? You gotta wa- you, you would need someone to wash them up first. You don't have to be clean. I didn't know this about you. I didn't know you were a toe sucker. I didn't either. <laughs> this, is, this is new. Where did this come from? Were you watching some weird porn and just like... Honed in on those toes? I don't know what it is. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, probably not. I'm not your therapist. <laughs> Why don't you call that old lady in Wyoming again? And <laughs> tell her about My it. My therapist was a beauty, man. She was awesome. I don't care. what She was in Washington. She wasn't in Wyoming. Double uh, U states, whatever. Um, I think it's because I got flat feet, and I've always like thought my feet were ugly and broken, so then right. maybe I've garnered an attraction to feet because I think my feet are ugly. Yeah. Okay. And that's a we'll leave it at that we'll leave it at that all right so you just got the shot so we don't know if you're gonna feel weird yet. yeah who knows i might go nose down sometime in this podcast like most of the time anyways but (laughs) i was fine last time yeah and uh i didn't have like any crazy side effects like people i didn't get sick or something about the second shot it's just like a extra dump of what's already in you and your body kind of fights it a little bit i'm feeling a little weird but i don't know if it's like excitement or if it's the mcdonald's that we ate or yeah, we got that we smoked yeah it could be any of the, it could be <laughs> those three things together it will probably mess a little you up. residual from the edible i had last night yeah oh yeah oh, me and tyler learned a lesson about overdosing on edibles like you think we'd learn by now it's a lesson that you learn i think every couple years when it comes to edibles when enough's enough and how much is too much and a surprise overdose always creeps in, I think, every two or three years. I know. Ruined our kayak. Well, postponed our kayak trip. <laughs> so here's what happened. Brandon and I, like, we went um, we went up north, like, a Gonkin Park area. Yeah, and me and my girlfriend like, came up there, met it, you and your sister. That's what I was going to say. It was, like, supposed to be, like, a really just chill kind of last-minute trip. Like, your girlfriend was there. My sister was there. Like, we weren't going to get gnarly. But, of course, we had some drugs. Yep. You're at a cottage. <laughs> yeah. So, first thing in the morning, Brand's like, let's eat a bunch of bacon, get the fat content up in our stomachs. And then he had his own uh, bag of edibles, and yep. I had my own bag of edibles. Both gummies. Both gummy candies from different sources, though. <laughs> yeah. And you said you were having three of your candies. Which equated to 150, which is... A lot for me, but 100 is like a comfortable level for me. So Same with me. I like 50 to 100 milligrams. I find like I'm having a good time. After 100, things get a little wishy-washy. Yeah, and anything past <laughs> 200 and, just gets a little, yeah. And like, I've never really dosed myself more than like 150. Like I always kind of cap it there because I know where my limits are, right? Unless you're getting a mystery cookie and you don't know what's Unless in I've it. had a mystery cookie from somebody at a nightclub and then I end up puking all over my floor in the middle of the night. That happened in Hamilton one time. <laughs> had to wake Jason Allen up to see, make sure I wasn't dying. <laughs> um, that was probably one of the last times that I uh, overdosed. And uh, so, like, you said you are taking three candies of yours. Yeah. So I took three of mine. 
not knowing <laughs> I couldn't find on the packaging and the packaging with edibles has gotten great now with everything but I couldn't find on the packaging where it said the percentage so I ate two and then I was like I'll have one more for good measure and we'll have a great kayak trip <laughs> <laughs> and then we went outside and I was rolling joints I remember I was rolling joints for like 10 15 it like they snapped in pretty quick maybe oh, yeah. it was 45 minutes later they just they hooked the ride on that bacon fat just straight to our bloodstream man <laughs> and i was rolling joints and i had to stop because my hands were shaking and i looked up and like the o or the ocean <laughs> the yeah. lake was beautiful it looked like an ocean the lake was beautiful and i was like this is good this feels great and then you came out and we're like let's go kayaking and the whole thing was i wanted to see if my dog could, could, could come with me in the kayak would be like able to ride in the kayak between my legs so i wanted to do a little test and now i feel the edibles coming on but i still think i can go kayaking yeah and i get in that kayak and you gave me the dog and he jumped out right away and then i felt like i was like <laughs> sinking into the universe i saw uh, that look <laughs> I, I, you, you certainly gave the look that you were doing that. I wasn't in control anymore. Yeah, you were just staring straight ahead, very stern, just very loose face. You look very concerned, and you're just like, Brandon, I can't do this. Yeah, I can't, I can't do this right now. We can't go kayaking this instant. We will go kayaking soon. Yeah, in like an hour. And because I'm experienced with edible marijuana, I'm like, I'll just ride this out. Maybe 45 minutes, half yeah. an hour. Oh, yeah. I'll be good. And I knew it was coming on. Watching you get in the kayak, it was hitting me. I'm just walking up and down the edge of the water, just breathing heavy. and just like, okay, yep, this is going to be interesting. But after that moment, I fell into a vortex of perjury. Like, I started vomiting. My body wouldn't hold anything. Like, I, I vomited all over the front of the deck. <laughs> okay. And, like, just like projectile like and it came out of nowhere and your dog's probably there eating it too just right? this purge <laughs> and then i looked up from the purge <laughs> from the vomiting and like the lake like flipped on top of itself so there was a lake above me and a lake underneath me and then every bad thought i've had over the last 15 20 years just started floating in and then i just started sorting all this stuff out in my head and it was actually very therapeutic yeah and then I would puke again. And I, this went on for like two hours. Like puking, <laughs> yeah. introspective vortex lake, and then puking. And I'm like, where the fuck am I? What is going on? And then finally we went for a kayak ride. Yeah. And finally it kind of wore down. I think maybe two, three hours later it had worn off. And then I did some more research into these edibles that I had and found out that they're 80 milligrams a piece. And I ate three <laughs> of them. That's that's a wallop. That's Eighty for... times three is two forty. That's like, and I'm I'm sure there's people out there that eat two fifty. There's people out there that eat a thousand milligrams. But for little old me, that's double my comfortable limit. Yeah, probably a little more than a that. little more than that. That's uh, that's a yeah, that's more than I took. Mine was definitely one fifty, but I was still roll, rolling around in bed. I wish I could puke. I was nauseous. I kept going to the bathroom. Wouldn't happen. We I'm listening to you. Just let go. I'm like, you son of a bitch. You we were blaming the nausea on bad Popeye's chicken from the night before, but I know that I was just 
I consume too much cannabis. Yeah, and I think I just got dehydrated because that's what happens when you take too much as well. I kept saying out loud, I'm not going to let you win. And my sister would be like, who are you talking to? And I'd be like, my demon. <laughs> I'm not going to let you win. Yeah, the, the two poor sober people, your sister and my girlfriend, just taking care of us. Or at least my girlfriend was taking care of me. Also, it was 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> so we still had the whole day. We had to wait maybe two and a half hours. Yeah, we, I think we got on the lake by like two in the afternoon or so. Yeah, had a great time. I think I was high still the next day. I was that. still high on the kayak ride because I I was kayaking fast. Yeah, so it'd be... So be careful with your edibles, even if you're seasoned. Yeah, you know, whatever. It's summertime. We're out here to have fun, you know. Yeah, there's fireworks and shit. Living's easy. Yeah, we just had Canada Day weekend, all the fireworks. It's, it's been the year for boycotting fireworks for many reasons. And the main reason and the most important reason, I think, is out of respect for the indigenous cultures and that we shouldn't be celebrating this fucking genocide country that killed people in catholic churches right now i like getting behind that reason for not having fireworks because as you know i'm someone who likes fireworks yeah you like setting them off right <laughs> i like blowing shit up yeah watching a good fireworks show but there's nothing worse than just neighborhood fireworks shows it's just you know it could be any hour it could be any strength like some people just just by the how how often it's going off They've spent like good hundreds and hundreds of dollars on fireworks just to go off in their backyard. There's people that spend thousands of dollars on fireworks and like... I don't get it. You don't get it? Like, I, I get it, but I also understand the reasons for not doing it when it comes to how it affects bird populations or bee populations or yeah. it messes your dogs up and your dogs get scared. My dog doesn't care. Yeah. I took him to a fireworks ceremony yeah. four People years are like ago. PTSD from war and just like having to sit through fireworks. It's startling. I get it. It's startling. And I get it. We want to see a bunch of big, pretty skylights and you know what? Leave it to the professionals. Go to a scheduled event watch like the artists that create this because that's what they are but even the professional ones brandon are still causing harm to bird populations and bee populations and fucking up people's pets well that's just another thing just like balloons some shit we don't need anymore like fuck off fireworks like get out of here we don't need you it's it's illegal in australia to personally have them like it should be the same here it is fires. kind of illegal. Like they they only sell them around Canada Day, yeah, and like, Victoria Day, which is like I think what we've really come to conclusion on this podcast with the whole balloon thing and now this firework thing is that any form of celebration shouldn't happen. <laughs> no, they just we should definitely celebrate, just not with these stupid, pointless things that could also be dangerous to people who, and dangerous to the environment. Who decided, like, that's the thing for celebrations, too? Like, oh, we're really happy we achieved something, and uh, we're going to, like, uh, remember the anniversary of the day that this country became a country. Let's blow shit up and make loud, uh, like colorful sky war. Well, I bet you a part of it is a celebration of war. It's, like, a, maybe a slight simulation. It might have started that way. People firing off guns and cannons into the sky as a celebration. Or as like a memorial, right? So it just evolved to this point. Now just every fucking Jimmy can just go to the gas station, buy $500 worth of fireworks, and just get shit-faced and fire them off in his backyard. People are dying. There's some NHL player, some NHL goalie, lost his life in a firework accident this past weekend. The Columbus Blue Jackets. Guess he couldn't save that one, eh? 
<laughs> if he was in his gear, he might have survived that you one. You think if he was in full goalie equipment? Yeah, could have blocked it, caught it with his glove. That's, I don't know. See, don't that's know. what I mean. Like, like only American fireworks that you can buy can kill you. Like, Canada's are weaker. Like, I'm sure if you tried really hard to kill someone with fireworks, you could. You're still, like, compacting gunpowder into a small place and blowing it up for celebration. Yeah. You know, have you seen these drone shows they do now where they have thousands of drones in sync that they create these incredible, like, light shows and patterns in the sky let's just do that and replace fireworks with that oh and even like led technology now and different light technology you don't need gunpowder anymore you could just put on a cool light show but i'm sure that's gonna fuck up the birds and the bees too uh, yeah, probably less than these stupid fireworks like i like it just makes us seem dumb it's like ooh, big big pretty explosions there's nothing there's nothing funner or more fun there's nothing more fun than just shooting your buddy in the face with a roman cannon <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i do admit that is fun roman oh yeah i used to have so much fun with roman candles man we used to fucking load up and just drive around town shooting each other and... <laughs> around town again you've taught me we just went out to a soccer field and we all put goggles on you put goggles on? Yeah, we're shooting projectiles at each other. Duck! That's the whole point. You don't want to get... <laughs> Some of them are a little quicker than the others. We never put goggles on. You ever, on. like, light a few and there's the first three are a limp and then just one just goes fucking full on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, That's why you, you wear goggles. You don't look at it. No, you just don't look at it. <laughs> That's how you're going to get hit. you got to look at it. You gotta... They bounce off you for the most part. If they hit you in the head... Yeah, no, I got hit in the chest and, like, burnt... Burnt my chest, little little oh, scar on the shirt. Little, little Brianna got a little scar on the shirt. I say it could have been worse. It could have been much worse. Did you get hit? I've got hit tons of times. I've hit myself. <laughs> I've lit myself on fire before, Brandon. I'm a daredevil. Yeah, this is. Uh, I hope you find this footage. You did. You did say you had a bunch of I crazy have, footage. I have some crazy footage of lighting each other on fire with. Well, you saw me light my couch on fire with a Roman candle. Roman candles are great for igniting gasoline. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, I love fire. and I, The more I learn about fire, the more I know it's cool that I have a connection with it where I can build it easily. I built a good fire the other night on our music video That's shoot. That's good. But you, just want, you don't want those fires getting out of control. You have to con control the fire because fire will kill you. Yeah. You don't it's want beautiful. fire out of control. You want controlled yeah. fire. Cause and we're, we're living getting... in a time where the world's burning down. Oh, yeah. Lots of fires. Lots of fires. Out west right now, like the last podcast, we talked about uh, how hot the west coast is getting with our friend Danny, who lived out there. So he uh, we lives did... there. Yeah. So <laughs> they went through some crazy temperatures, if you didn't see it in the news, breaking, breaking records, hitting 40s. like in yeah. the 40s, 45, 46 degrees Celsius, not even including like the humidity factor. Right. And like so, and they're in a dry spell. So it's just like, it's, it's only a matter of time before the fires started. Well, there and... are a lot of fires sparking up out there. And then you hear on the news, some of them might be man-made. And then my first thought goes, well, it's some like arson. Some guy going, I'm going to burn something down. But then you told me today, it's probably like a cigarette butt or a campfire. Yeah, or just any Roman yeah, candle. <laughs> anything like that. You know, something like some piece of electronics malfunctioning and sparking off, right? Could be anything if it's that dry. And it burnt a... Like an entire town to the ground, right. that light in BC, like that is wild. Like they now they're like telling people they have to have bags ready to go, like at their door, 
with like specific things that you would need like obviously a few possessions that you could fit but like all the things you need to protect you from a fire because you might just have to hop in the truck and go without notice because these fires are fast man like when they talk about how fast they go fire is fast man you ever been licked by a flame <laughs> yeah but that's just like a little control exactly fire. and like they feed off oxygen and there's yeah. oxygen everywhere so with the help of the wind and just like a fire like the entire like length of these trees all the way up it's just a wall of flames like it, it barely can go like hundreds of kilometers an hour oh yeah like like that's terrifying and it's all determined by the wind like all these fires that happen in L.A. and well, stuff. Well, the wind is oxygen moving. That's right. Quickly. Quickly. <laughs> pushing that oxygen around. It's, it's leading the fire around. So wherever the wind's blowing, it's likely where the fire's going to take over. So a few of these fires that happened in, like, L.A. that were, like, surrounding, that was, like, burning down huge areas of houses, if that was, like, going a certain direction, it would have blown flames straight into L.A. itself and, like, burnt the whole damn city down. Right. Like, all it needs is the right wind conditions and just, yeah. you never and, know what's what going to happen. what people don't understand about fire, and you probably would understand this if you've ever been camping and then thrown, like, a uh, paper plate into just, like, the ashes at the end of the day and, yeah. or the next morning, and then you just see it spark up out of nowhere. You're like, oh, I thought that fire was out. <laughs> all it needs is, like... Here's my trick. I'll give away my trick to start <laughs> fires. Because you. you've seen people, we were with some people on the weekend that were kind of struggling to get a fire going. Then I went over there, got it going out of nowhere. And here's my trick. <laughs> All you need to start a fire is lots of fuel. Whatever that fuel might be. <laughs> Paper, wood. Gasoline. Gasoline. Oxygen. Oxygen is the fuel that the fire needs. But you need something to go along with that oxygen fuel. <laughs> and just a little spark will do it. You need one little spark. So, like, I start ripping up paper strips and getting lots of paper together, uh, lots of kindling how, that's together. That's how you start a fire. Pe people yeah. try to get a fire going with one little fucking, you know, pizza, pizza flyer <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and a couple pieces of, like, wet kindling. You need lots of fuel off the start, get your fire big, and then it can burn down. Hearing it straight from the fire master himself, <laughs> Tyler Shasper. You need a fire? Call him up. Here Lots of go. fuel. You he, need fuel for the fire. He can start a fire in the water. That's how good he is. Don't say that. Speaking that's of fire. That's, that's a bad segue. It's a segue. <laughs> but speaking of things that shouldn't burn, that have been burning the fucking ocean. Yeah. The ocean uh, is on fire right now. Or maybe it's out by this point, but yeah. This story came out a few days ago. And when I, I first saw the image, and I thought it like it looked like something out of like a action movie, you know? It looked like something out of The Day yeah. After Tomorrow or something. Is this a new Chris like Pratt movie, right? Is this the, 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 the Tomorrow War? It looked like a Godzilla movie. That's what know? it looked like, right? Godzilla comes out of the ocean. Yeah, That's a perfect example. The ocean is, was on fire. Now, I'm led to believe that the ocean was on fire because... Of oil? Oil, which is a fuel. Which, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they're running fucking oil lines through the ocean now? You never knew that? No, they're not. They're pumping oil from the from the ocean. Out of the ocean. They're drilling the straight ocean. down. That's what, yeah. you've never heard of these drilling like yeah, platforms that are out of, there? I've heard of them. It's just like. These big rigs. 
it's just it blows my mind that like that's how greedy we are to find this fucking oil that we're drilling in the ocean yeah and wasn't running that, pipelines through the ocean this isn't the gulf of mexico to happen it wasn't that long ago that that bp pipeline broke and then that movie starring mark Wahlberg, <laughs> they did the story like that is that long ago what i guess mark Wahlberg movie where uh, it was all about the bp pipeline that burst in boston the, pizza pipeline and it the boston pizza pipeline I'm even sure if it's BP. I'm probably <laughs> it's something. Oh, like, it was. That's an oil company, sure. Yeah. So that was a major leak, and it like affected a huge chunk of the Gulf of Mexico. Lots of animals died, and you know, to this day, it's probably never going to be the same because of that event. Right. And now you got this thing blowing off, and like it's so hot, it's able to keep this flame going like up through the ocean and out the top. It looked like it was like swirling too. And you can see, I think it showed like the oil rig next to it, which is not a big, th it's a huge place, but it looks so tiny compared to this giant flaming vortex. I'm like, oh, and, and there's enough oil being leaked into the ocean that it's burning and the water isn't putting it out. Oh, and yeah, like we, we did an episode all about this, this shit about the oceans. Like something else just happened. It's a ship in Sri Lanka that was holding all this, this horrible chemical stuff like that's like horrible for the environment and they had no way of like dislodging it it was like stuck in the rocks or something and it was slowly sinking and basically they were like begging the world to help them right. because like this would be an environmental disaster and then just no one really paid attention it wasn't really in the news until it already sunk and it's just like great like this for hundreds of kilometers the ocean's going to be contaminated now yeah, I feel like humans are just confused. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have... There's just too many of us. We have these things that we need, one of them being water. And water's this thing that we need to live, and it'll stop fires. It puts them out. It's one of the things that puts fires out. But we think we have this confused need for oil. So now we're going into the water to get oil, causing fires that can't be put out by the thing that is... The, what fire's happening yeah, in. I the can... fire's happening in the thing that should go out. It's fucking confusing. <laughs> it is very confusing. I don't know what's real anymore. It's, no. It's, uh... This world doesn't... This physical world isn't real anymore. Our elements of uh, fire, water, gas, we mix them all together, and I guess it still causes fire. <laughs> yeah, this... Uh, and this wasn't the only uh, gas line exploding in the ocean this week that was that was one there's another one somewhere in europe i think it was in the dead sea it blew up not even close it looked like an atomic bomb going off from people were filming it from like the beach that's fucked yeah, in the ocean in the ocean like it, it didn't show a view of it like the other one but like right. what's going on all these are blowing up are there like take terrorists taking them out like eco-terrorists eco-terrorists it could be eco-terrorists or you brought up another interesting point that i found uh surprising um that it could be a uh a ufo what's the other we're not calling them UFOs, a uap anyway. uap or a uso what are all these analogies well un, un, unidentified submergible object that's the ones that come in and out of the ocean but that's the thing they're interchangeable they can go up in and out of the ocean that's what these sightings are reporting but yeah what's down there could be bases um yeah the, alien the, bases yeah and they'd be pretty pissed if they are down there seeing what we're doing to the oceans like what the fuck you guys are lighting fires down here 
We went to the one place where we thought you couldn't burn us, and now you're lighting fires here. Yeah. Above our, are you uh, unidentified submerged object base? Yeah. Was that was that a fart? There was a bit of a fart there. I tried to cover it up. Uh, no, why? That was okay. You should have pulled the mic closer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was in the middle of a thought, and the fart just kind of escaped me. That's the other thing. We ate McDonald's after the vaccine, too, so I don't know. There's a lot going through me right now. Yeah, your body is struggling right now. <laughs> it's just like, what did you do to me? Yeah, put so many foreign objects in me. I know. So the first shot gives you the microchip. The second one turns it on, right? That's why. That's that why you feel weird. Right now? I think that's what it is. That's why I'm gassy. Yeah. So some people get the microchip. Some people get the slow poison. Other people get the... Uh, turns into a superhuman so they're just trying to even out humanity right they're just going to kill off a bunch of people they're going to control a bunch of people and then there's going to be the elite superhero people i came out of that vaccine clinic today just swinging my arms around in circles yeah yeah it's happy yeah you look maybe you got the superhero one i hope i got the superhero one double pfizer sounds promising a big enough superhero that i can put out these fires in the ocean yeah, is that, that's gonna that's gonna be your superhero. Wasn't there uh, wasn't there some '90s cartoon like of a superhero, Captain Green or something, Captain Planet? Captain I think it was Planet. Captain Planet. Yeah, Captain Planet is the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I used to have. I think I had. I used to have a bed cover with Captain Planet on it. But he was kind of an eco superhero. Oh, here we go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it picked up pretty well. It's a pretty big bar on the mixer here. And now you get to talk into it. You're going to give yourself pink eye. <laughs> Farting on my own microphone. <laughs> I own this microphone. Yeah, just don't do it on mine. Uh, yeah, man. World's on fire. Everything's burning down. And the one thing we should be burning down is the Catholic fucking church. All right. Yeah, the, the churches are burning down. Some people decided to light off fireworks Canada Day. Some people decided to burn churches on Canada Day. I, I think I can get behind the church burning. More like, I'd rather see controlled church burnings again. Yeah, or maybe tear them down. Like, we don't need to, and I understand a lot of people, and you can believe in what you believe in. I don't care. Fucking go to your churches. Um, So I understand people's concern with burning down a spiritual building and a building that connects you to the all higher power, which is maybe God, maybe uh, a female entity, maybe... Yeah, just go uh, somewhere else. Like, if you do you really want to be connected to the Catholic Church at this but point? at this point, like, just, yeah, defund the Catholic Church, rip down their buildings. Well, turn some into recording studios and awesome event halls, because, like I said before in another podcast, some churches are nice. Like, it's... Nice architecture, nice architecture. but if fucking kids got raped in there, get rid of them. Well, you can just give them a little... A little bit of a makeover, right? Doesn't you can make it so it doesn't look like a church, but yeah. use the space. But I feel and I, I totally understand what's going on right now and why people think we should burn these fucking institutes down. Yeah, you know what? And I and I have felt that way for years. That burning church. I think because I listened to so much propaganda as a kid. <laughs> yeah. And like, we're not at all saying that all Catholic people are bad people, but no. the Catholic people are following an institution of absolute evil. That also takes money and government funded money and, and just uses that to cover up their fucking evil yeah. crimes. These are crimes yeah. people are doing. These. I think just these people just need, you know, someone just follow because it's in their family. They're not that devout. Some are devout. I think just these people need another spiritual path, I guess, right? 
Like, shake it up. Like, do you really want to be one religion your whole life? Do a bunch of psychedelic drugs. Yeah, that's and, really what we're saying. <laughs> and you will find that connection to your God, however you may depict it. Yeah, like maybe you'll jump over to the Buddhism. And maybe you'll jump over to become a Muslim, try that out for a bit. Maybe you'll just join a yoga class. But it's right? like this one specific institute has so much crime attached to it, like actual crimes and terrible crimes. They're not like little misdemeanor crimes they're like kid fucking crimes yeah. like get rid of them yeah and like all religions have and horrible murder like murder evil. and rape and the most horrendous terrible shit that you can think of and taking people whole people away from their families and away from their culture to to flush your own fucking dumb beliefs on it's stupid it makes me mad yep no it should make everyone mad what's going on but no, we, we'll, we'll change it around. Maybe we'll instead of every candidate, get rid of fireworks, we'll have controlled church burnings. <laughs> Does yeah. that sound better? Burn the right churches. Yeah. Cause like, and I think that should be a good, um, like good lesson for these people that think that they need to rely on their church and rely on this building to realize like you can have that spiritual oneness and connection without going to a building every Sunday. Yeah, you can still have the same community. You know, tear down the building, put up a big-ass gazebo, put up a nice nature space. You can still get together. Yeah. You can still be like, hey, God, you don't have to sit in a weird closet and tell all your dirty things to a, a man who's most likely masturbating under his robe. Like, and, and get the fear out of it, you know? Yeah. The fear of like, oh, if you don't do it right, you're going to not go to the place you think you're supposed to go to. Like, It's been fear-driven for like thousands of years at this point. Do just be a good person and you will end up in a good place, I believe. And I think most people that follow the religion are mostly in that category of just, we're just trying to be good people. We like we like the stories. We like feeling close to people and feeling close to God. You would think it would be that simple, but some people are so like, this is real and this yeah. is what I have to do. And if I don't do it, then bad things will happen to me because of that fear. And then really, they get thinking that way and then some fucking creepy priest or nun is like, yeah, come here. I'm going to do the absolute worst thing to yeah. you and and take away your fucking innocence as a human. Yeah. Like, it's terrible. Yeah, I feel like they, they can even just reshape the Catholic Church. Not even. I think, yeah. I don't think you could do much to really save it I think it that's one, that one you got to get rid of completely, the Catholic yeah. one. Just scrap it. Let's There's a couple other new. ones that are a little dodgy, too. Yeah, they're all pretty dodgy in their own ways. They're I feel like Buddhism's the safest one, but there's some pretentious people in Buddhism. It's kind of, it kind of shows you that everything there's there's ups and downs to everything. But like when there's so much crime attached to this one specific one, and the governments and the cops have protected them and funded them, it's just like get the fuck out of here. We're smarter, I think. I think we're becoming smarter as a human race to be like we aren't going to live this yeah. way anymore. We're not yeah. going to have there's. It'll more be a people, few generations. There's more people on the side of we're not going to have this anymore now, yeah. I think. I hope. Yeah, it's important to have spirituality, but, like, uh, just think outside the box a little, yeah. right? Yeah, fuck, man. Yeah. 
Children are the future. Don't fuck them up. <laughs> yeah. There's not going to be that many left if you pay attention to anything we talk about. Yeah, no, you, like, yeah, all but, we have is the kids. And, we, and there's we, there's hope in some kids, right? There's a there's a news story that just came out about this little 11-year-old kid in Belgium. It's Already sounds creepy, right? <laughs> um, but he, uh, he just got his bachelor's degree in, like, some kind of quantum physics at 11 years old. So that means he 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 was in school for probably three years or more getting this. So he started when he's like six or seven, like and it, it, the the main headline, his main quote, his main quote was, "I want to be invincible." Terrifying, right? This is a future super. It's like villain. a seven-year-old being like, "I want to be invincible. Like gotta, I will not die." We got to keep an eye on this kid. Remember that movie Looper? Are they going back and they have to kill a version of themselves, right? Oh, here we go. Oh, yep, just as loud as the last one. <laughs> a few, uh, few aftershocks there, too. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, remember that kid that they're, they're trying to kill because he's going to become some crazy supervillain? Right. I'm like, I'm not saying we kill this Belgium kid, but we just got to keep an eye on him. Maybe you can't. Maybe he's already figured a way that you can't kill him if he wants to be invincible. He's, he's probably working invincible. on it. But my, like, where, like... That's a super villain in the making, though. You're right. Yeah. But, like, what kind of schooling's going on over there? Where they, these kids are just accelerating to the point where, like, people are into their 30s by the time they're getting their bachelor degrees for, like, this kind of shit when over in North America. Like, what, like we're just a bunch of dummies over here. We're, we're still learning French and, like, basic math. In but like, like, they got this kid's age. But like, how long until like that is the standard for evolution, where like seven-year-old kids on average are going to be that smart? Because there's kind of like an average for like intelligence, right? Yeah. Like, I think like our generation and probably the generation even younger than us, it's definitely smarter in ways that, and then our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation, yeah. and then throughout all of evolution. We all evolve in different scales, and we are all taking in information differently, and intellect is individual. Yeah. But how long until, like, the average seven-year-old is as smart as this villain, supervillain kid? I don't know. I think it's all about just how, how you teach them and what you expose them to. Because you're malleable as a kid. You take in everything. And if you, yeah. if you really expose them right and, like, properly teach them and really... Find out what their interests are. That's the key too. Every every all our school system is like all the same, as if we're all the same person, right? Yeah. No matter what. So that's why there's exactly some yeah. kids struggle because they they can't connect anything. Like maybe like like for me, the only class I enjoyed for years was art class. Everything else was just I just dreaded. I could couldn't handle it. So their school, they're like so Europe probably has an incredible education system. So they probably have these programs that just let the children decide what they're interested in and, and early these, on. And these kids, and these kids that are actually into expanding their intellect, like kids that are just want yeah. to be smarter, and they're constantly learning as like a little six, seven year old kid, like. That's probably what this kid was into. He doesn't care about fucking soccer or baseball or fucking playing with fucking action figures. Yeah, it's like it's like it's their parents definitely weren't shoving iPads into their faces all day long to make them be quiet, right? Yeah. It's like some of these kids just they they start off good because they, they they're <laughs> trained right. 
<laughs> train him right. Train him right. But also, you can't force the training on the kid either, because then he's no. going to go the other way and be like, no, learning's fucking stupid. But this kid, this Belgium kid, who's going to be a What's his name? Scientist. Let's give him a name. Does he have a name? Billy. That's not a good Belgian name. name. What's a good Belgian name, Tyler? You got Sven. Sven? So <laughs> little Sven here. Little Sven. Little going to be a quantum scientist. Is that even a Belgian name? I don't even know if that's a Belgian name. I think I'm just talking what about, about Henry. That's not even an accent. Henry? Henry. Henry's perfect. That's probably his name. But Henry, he, like, the same thing. He said when he was very young, around six years old, he became very interested in quantum science. Like, how does a kid get a head? Like, it's, how do you get your head around it, first of all? And then how do you get exposed to something like that? Well, maybe he's a big uh, Stephen Hawking fan. It could be. And, like, kids, another thing, the internet is an incredible thing for young children, too. Because it's not all just watching fucking baby shark videos. Like, kids get interested in something, and they can instantly look it up. Like, dinosaurs. You can just... Or boobies. Endless, or boobies. <laughs> Lots of boobies. Like, I, yeah, and kids have the internet right away now. Yeah. We grew up where we didn't get the internet till we were, like, 13, 14 years old. Yeah. And it was early internet. It was terrible. It was terrible. And you'd have to wait all day to look at boobies. I know. You have to download them. <laughs> you used to have that MSN Messenger. You used to have Things haven't that. changed, though, in the way, like, you could still be that entry level, I just want to look at boobies kid, or you can be like, I'm going to learn about quantum physics at, like, six, seven years old. Yeah. Just, it gets, it's unlimited. Like, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure there's some really messed up kids who just, like, I want to... Watch videos of animals being set on fire. Like, no, do you yeah. know what's more messed up than the, what the kids are doing? Is the adults that are pumping their fucking YouTube channels and targeting them at kids so they can sell things and get millions and thousands of views and uh, make monetize off of stupid shit for kids. Yeah, and I didn't Clickbait realize how... for kids is so bad, man. I didn't realize it until I've been hanging out with my cousin's kids a little bit. Yeah. And clickbait for kids is bad. There's a weird thing with kids shows like we're there's doomed a, because of clickbait for yeah. kids <laughs> and just kids shows like how like some of them just click on like that Paw Patrol. I've never seen it, but all I hear about is Paw Patrol. Yeah, the, the kids just become that's mesmerized. just like that's just like a good like good writing towards kids. What I don't like is when you see some fucking thirty-eight year old gray-haired guy on a beach teaching kids how to do gymnastics and it's just like <laughs> this is fucking weird and then it's got millions of views and you know that guy's making money off of it were you trying to find yoga videos or something you stumble across this guy no it was something my cousin's kids were watching i oh was like God. this guy i'm like this guy's just making money off kids or he's big, fucking probably in his 40s <laughs> or we went to our friend's place the other day and his young daughter she's about five she was watching a kid's medical show. It was all. It's a kid show all about. Oh, you medical. don't like medical stuff yeah. either. They were like, they were showing stuff I couldn't watch on the screen, but she's just like right up there watching this fucking gross infected yeah, she, knee, well, right? She, and it's cool that she's into science and she's into stuff like that. But then it's like you're like literally watching open heart surgery right now. That's, <laughs> that, like, is this how you get kids to be interested in being a doctor? Just show them what the real thing is. Either like, that, or she's gonna hate it when she's older. She's gonna be like, I watched too many doctor videos when i was a kid now i don't like going to the doctor it, it could be i think it'd more likely give because what's the alternative just like a dog doctor working on a teddy bear it's just like that's not realistic You're right i watched a lot of david letterman as a kid and look at me now yeah <laughs> ninja turtles and david letterman 
Yeah. That's Tyler Shaftsman. And, that's an, and now I'm an adult that just talks into the microphones. Yeah. And, and I, I watched in the sewer eating pizza. Yeah. I used to watch ET all the time. I watched, I was an alien kid early on and the look, that's why I'm the way I am today. <laughs> I guess so, man. So that's why UFOs, we'll, man. We'll hop into some UFO news here. Very exciting. Very exciting. The report came out. It did come out. Whopping nine pages. Came out on. It came out by June twenty fourth. Was when it was supposed to be out. I think it came out twenty eighth through the 29th. Oh, because it was a long weekend. We listened yeah. to this thing, and they were saying how. Uh, I'll, every time I'm in the car with you, we listen to UFO stuff, right? I have to keep up with my UFO news. So and I can uh, tell the people we we're listening to that one thing, and they were saying how. They like put it out on a Friday before the long weekend. Like they're trying to like shelf it so people, not as many people, are paying attention and stuff. Yeah, it's that's a stupid excuse. I think they were just like, you know, they just took a while to get it together. All nine pages. It took a while. They've been working on it for yeah. decades. Yeah. Well, not really. This is just a, a recent report they had to put together of all the stuff they've been doing for decades, at least since two thousand four. Like, they didn't ask for shit from the 60s. They asked 2004 and forward from the Navy, the Air Force, and the Army. Um, like, the Navy was super, super supportive and, like, gave them a lot of information. The Air Force was, like, kind of suspiciously quiet and didn't want to release a lot of things. Or the talk Air Force about a lot. probably seized all of it. Yeah, that makes the most sense, right? They, they'd see the most, but they were kind of weird about this whole thing. But there was a classified report that was about 90 pages as well. And uh, all that, that just had more details about the incidents. I guess had just sensitive information that, like, can't really be public. Because right. the other one's public. You can go and read it. Like, I've read it. It's it's fascinating. It's everything they've... It's nothing new to me, obviously. Right. But, like, any Joe Schmo reading it would find it fascinating. Like, there was 11 near misses reported. Like, just some of them so close, I guess. It like the, you'd see like this sphere coming straight out of plane in one instance, and like it was like just feet away from crashing into the cockpit, and then just shot like straight up, just like got out of the way in second like in no time. So I, like that's freaky. Those are ones you want to pay attention to. Then the Canadian government came out saying the same thing. We have hundreds of incidents of near misses in Canada over our history of flight and like UFO sightings. Right. And like <clears throat> it's not just the U.S. right now dropping all these papers there's other countries following suit well people are gonna follow but the u.s has like the most like it has the biggest military so it's gonna have the most uh like the most sightings stuff, yeah right and but i know canada like people see a ton of shit over the great lakes and out on the east coast and stuff yeah west coast west coast is big uh winnipeg out where it's flat they have a lot of really famous incidents some of the biggest sightings in the world and or in north america have happened in like winnipeg area just Manitoba, Saskatchewan. Really? So out in the flatlands, right? It's easy to see them. You can see for miles and miles, right? Yeah, Sky country. True. And I guess they probably can hide in the mountains or right there. Yeah. Hide in the mountains. So it's incredible that all these other countries like France, Australia, Japan, they've all released their UFO files. Way more information than what the U.S. dropped. The U.S. is basically saying like, here's 140 incidents. Uh, 139 of them are unexplained. I guess the one they explained was a balloon. <laughs> Fucking balloons. Fucking balloons. But uh, no, like, hopefully some of these videos get leaked out because that would be pretty sweet. Because like these, uh, along with the report, a lot of these people got to watch a 40-minute long video uh, of footage 
from like the past 20 years of the best footage. Yeah, it's like a little montage. Like, oh my god, I, I'd come in my pants if I got to watch that 40 minute video. Well, that's disgusting. It's like undeniable footage and, you know. Undeniable footage. We live in a time where CGI technology is so good. Nothing's undeniable. That's that's true, but these are untampered with videos. These are military straight from Air the, Force. Straight yeah. from the, uh, like, uh, like aircraft yeah and a lot of the times they have more than one way to co collaborate the collaborate the evidence there they have radar they have eyewitnesses right. and phot photographs so they have lots of ways of, of just like bringing forward with the evidence but when are we gonna get to see it that's what i'm excited because fuck jeremy corbell and all his videos because the, the the recent one i showed you it right the one that just looked like uh, a couple taillights on a Bonneville driving through the mountains. Yeah, it looked like some old lady filming two helicopters from her patio. Just <laughs> like It looked like nothing. And he, it's from the uh, Omaha incident, which is an aircraft carrier where they had a lot of UFO activity. Which the uh, one video he released as well was the radar. Someone was filming the radar screen with a phone. And they, they were showing the different points and like how quick they were moving. Okay. Also, that weird triangle thing. That, that, that you always see the triangle thing. Yeah. Um, but he released this one, but it doesn't look like anything. It's just another blurry picture of life. Why can't these people focus? Everything. Why is it always out of focus? It's not our fault. It's not hard to focus. It's phone technology. It's nighttime. Yeah, but like even your phone at night, if you if you press on the light source, it focuses and exposes to that light source. Yeah, but the, iPhone has figured out the technology to do that. But it's just it doesn't work that well out in the ocean. Like it's far away. It's super bright too, by the way. When they talk about these lights, how bright they are, they're just blinding. So that's going to affect the cameras. And they have they no, actually if have anything, food. that's going to make it expose better. You know, being a film student, that brighter lights expose better. You can switch your exposure <laughs> yeah, down. I know, I know. <laughs> if this, they're really bright, it should expose most better. Most people don't know this, okay? They, they, they got their phones. They're doing their best. They're on a boat. It's shaky. And you know what? There's, there's instruments and cameras actually on the ship that has probably real footage of it, but yeah. we can't see it because it's classified. But maybe we got to unclassify it. That's what we got to do. The report on this incident is declassified, and you can read the full report of what happened in that incident. Right. It's pretty wild, and it does make, like, all this footage coming out goes right with it, but this last thing he put out, like, we're trying to take this serious now, and then he just puts out this fucking potato video. <laughs> potato video. Is that an actual term in the UFO community? Ah, that's a potato video. Yeah, just like a pure garbage, like, shot on, like, a like a 2004 Nokia phone and just... Motorola Razor. Yeah, Motorola Razor, just shaky as fuck, zooming in and out, and just, yeah, it's frustrating. It is frustrating. Especially if you, like, what if you are filming a real UFO, real UFO, but you're just, like, shaky hands McGee, and just, like, <laughs> we're never going to know, because it just looks like garbage. Yeah, so when are you going to get out there with your tripod and your good cinema lens and point it at the sky and wait? You know, now i got to wait for the next new moon, I think, we'll get more star coverage. Yeah, go out to the observatory out north of London I always go to. Yeah, man, you open that thing up at 2.8 and, uh, you know, have like a pretty high ISO, you'll capture some night good, ex nice, clear, exposed nighttime footage. We have the equipment to do that. Yeah, we can pull it off. We have the instruments here. 
Well, let's put those instruments to use. But then you're just sitting out in a field all night, and you might not see anything. So you get to look at the stars all night. I, I do that just for that. I go to the observatory all the time just to look at stars. Yeah. yeah I don't. They don't let me in the observatory. I just park on the road outside of it. <laughs> Why, are you banned? What did you do? <laughs> it's just closed. I don't think it's open to the public. Oh, okay. But it's a cool spot. But I want to do that CE5 Meditate for the aliens. Meditate for the aliens. Make them show up. Send them brain messages, telepathic messages. Man, I I strongly believe that you do have to manifest your own shit. So if you want to see it, you get up there, sit cross-legged, breathe for a bit, and think about it. It might show up. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. All right, but always remember, we're doomed. We are doomed.